Alarm BA Show, the place to go to better your business every single day with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenhome. I'm also the co-founder of Webinar Ninja, an independent software company I started with my co-founder back in 2014. And today's episode is Free Ride Friday. If you're new to the show on Free Ride Friday, which is every Friday, we give away a lifetime membership to one of our programs. We're giving away Easy Course, our 30-day course on how to build your own online course over at easycourse.co. It retails for $500, but you can win it for free. Just leave us an Apple podcast rating and review, and you enter our weekly random draw. And then just listen in on Friday, just like today, to see if you won. It's that simple. Thanks in advance for being a part of Free Art Friday. In today's lesson, you'll learn how to get your seed money to start a business. Many of us have business ideas lying around in our head. Hopes and aspirations become an entrepreneur to be financially independent. But in the back of your head, you're thinking, I need some money to get started. And I can totally understand because I was in the same place many times over when I started businesses. In today's lesson, I'm going to give you my personal advice, the ways I recommend you should raise your seed money, how you can get this money in your bank account, how to know how much you actually need. It's probably less than you think and how to use your seed money to make more money. So let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Support for today's show comes from Start Your First Online Business, my all new 10-part audio course on Himalaya Learning. This is a course that's gonna get you from zero to one. It's gonna get you from thinking about your business to actually launching that business, getting it out of your head and into the real world. We cover things like validating your idea, creating your first product, pricing it, marketing it, financing your business, even creating your business website and more. Check it out at Himalaya.com slash MBA and use code MBA to get a 14-day free trial. Again, that's Himalaya.com slash MBA, promo code MBA. Starting a business does cost money, but we need to first figure out how much it's going to cost you and your business. Not every business is going to require much upfront capital. If you're in the services, if you're a graphic designer, if you are a musician and you write songs for people... If you're a consultant, if you're a coach, you don't need much to start a business. Probably can get started for less than $100 with a website stating what your services are. Do the work, you get paid, that simple. Yes, in the beginning, you will be doing the work, you'll be fulfilling the services, but that's how you get started. That's how you actually start being in business. And that's going to help you make more money so that you can hire other people to do the work. But let's say you are building a different type of business, an e-commerce store. You have products that you need to buy first to sell to other people or need to create first. Uh, Let's say you want to start a software company where you need engineers to build your software. These businesses are going to cost you more than $100 to start. So your first exercise is to first dream big, right? What does this business look like? If you started it today, what does this business look like in 10 years, okay? I want you to have that grand idea of what this business does and what kind of revenue it makes and what kind of products it it sells, what kind of customers, how many customers, all that kind of stuff, right? Once you spend, let's say, 30 minutes jotting down some notes and brainstorming this vision, I want you to go the other way around. What is the minimal viable version of this business? What is the simplest version, the easiest version? Now, Some people have a hard time doing this. And if you do, 
One exercise that helps is to look at a different business and do the same exercise and then go back to your business. So for example, look at a large business that you know. Let's look at like McDonald's, for example, huge, huge business with thousands of thousands of locations in so many countries. Huge, right? This is the huge vision that, you know, the founders had. But what is the minimal viable version of McDonald's? Well, if you watch the movie The Founder, you can actually see they had one small shop, okay, where they only sold burgers and fries and shakes. Those three items, that's it. Okay, now we can even go even more minimal than that. Okay, we don't even have to have a small shop. If I wanted to start a new burger chain, your first step is just to sell burgers to somebody. And one of the easiest ways to do this is just to rent a table at your local flea market or farmer's market. These often happen, you know, on Sundays and it's just once a week and you're going to put down a few hundred dollars and basically you're going to make your burgers and sell them one item. This is the minimal viable version of a business like that. So you do the same for your business. Once you do that, you're going to figure out, okay, how much money do I actually need? How much seed capital do I need to start this business? Because the beautiful thing is, is that, let's go back to the burger example, is let's say we say, I'm going to need $300 to reserve myself a place at the uh, flea market. I can borrow my uncle's grill. I'm going to buy some really good ingredients from the farmer's market the week before, along with some high-grade you know, organic, grass-fed, minced meat, and I'm going to make my burgers and sell them. All in all, it's going to cost me, let's say, $450. So for me to just pilot my business, it's going to cost you $450 for one day at the farmer's market. So obviously your goal is going to be to make more than $450. And this is going to give you a chance to see, does the economics work? Can I actually make money even in the minimal viable version of my business. You might make $500 and be like, okay, I made $50, but I got some leftover ingredients and I can use that for next week. You get the point. You know exactly how much money you need to get started on that first weekend or that first version of your business. Some people call this beta or maybe even call it alpha, right? Before everybody gets started, you don't need a business name, you don't need a logo, you don't need anything. You can literally just use your name. Or use any name because at this point, the name doesn't matter because you're just validating ideas and it's not like the name's going to stick and you know, you're going to become famous overnight and you can't change the name. So once you figured out how much money you need to get started with your business, regardless of what kind of business it is, if it's a software business, what's the minimal viable version of the software? What one thing does this software have to do and do well? How much is it going to cost me to hire a developer and an engineer to do it all together? You can do all that math and all that work without spending a dime just on the internet, right? Using, you know, job sites like Upwork and Freelancer to get some quotes. Find out what is the amount. How much seed capital do you need? Now, where are you going to get this capital? Some people might say, go get a loan from the bank. Some people might say, go get some investors. Some people might say, go talk to your friends and family and, you know, ask them for some cash. This is my advice. My advice is use your own money, okay? This is the best way to validate business ideas with your own cash. So if you lose out, you don't lose on relationships, you don't lose money to a bank or have to pay interest rates and be in debt. This shouldn't cost you so much money where you can't start anytime soon. So even if your seed capital is like a few thousand dollars, you can save that money over the course of the next few months, whether that's cutting back on something in your life or earning that money, okay? There is so many opportunities to earn extra cash. 
One of the ways I earned extra cash when I started out as an entrepreneur is arbitrage. I literally would buy something on one site and sell it on another for a profit. Don't have money to buy something? You can actually take something for free. I mean, literally, you can go to Craigslist or any of those types of sites in any country, and you can go to the free section. There's people giving away things for free because they just don't want it anymore. They're moving. It's not going to look good in their new place or it's not going to fit. We're talking about uh, couches, dressers, TVs, old cameras, uh, clothing. They literally just want you to pick it up and take it off their hands. And it's really just about timing. It's really just about waking up in the morning, looking at what's for, listed for free every day and go picking it up. Literally go put it in your car. If you don't have a car, ask a friend if they have a truck or something that can, if something large, something big, or just carry it with a buddy. I literally uh, did this before. And you take that free item and you list it on eBay or on Facebook Marketplace. And even if you list a couch you bought for free for $50, where it's like a steal price, you just made 50 bucks, okay, 50 bucks. I know this sounds like very small gains, but it's a strategy that works for those who are willing to do the work. If you have a special skill or talent or can help somebody, whether it's like if you know how to play the piano and you can teach people how to you know learn how to play the piano, or you're handy and you can, you know, paint people's walls and there are new apartments. These are odd jobs you could do for as a freelancer. This can earn you some cash. Even getting a part-time job is a great way for you to earn some cash. And I recommend get a part-time job in the market, in the industry of the business you want to start. So you're also learning and getting paid. If I want to start a new burger chain and I'm about to sell my burgers at a flea market, why not go and work at a burger joint, right? I know you might think, oh, that's you know for teenagers, but you're gonna learn a lot about the industry and how companies have been doing it for decades, uh, you know, built their systems and built their protocols and their rules and how they can be efficient. And you can just learn and you're gonna see it from a different perspective because hey, you're gonna be opening up your own burger store very soon. I personally recommend opening a separate bank account or you can separate um, your current bank account with many banks uh, with like a sort of a separate section or even a savings account where you can transfer the money that you make, the money that you save uh, for your business in that account. So that way you can see it grow. You could see it immediately. This is how much money I'm making. Sometimes people earn money uh, and they just put it in their own bank account and guess what happens? They spend it. So separate it from your own personal account. I got more on today's topic, but before then, let me give a look to today's sponsor. Webinars. We know how well they work to generate new business for coaches, consultants, and other creators. We know that online marketing is 10 times more powerful when you add webinars to your campaigns. But what's the right platform to use? What's the easiest? Which platforms can integrate webinars seamlessly into the rest of your marketing infrastructure and do it all at the right price? Take a look at our very own Webinar Ninja, the user-friendliest webinar platform ever. Create live, automated, series, and hybrid webinars. Make them free or charge for valuable lessons. Send automated emails to promote your webinar and follow up for more conversions. Showcase your unique value and do it all without the hassle and stress of navigating pain-in-the-butt software. Try Webinar Ninja absolutely free at WebinarNinja.com and see just how easy and powerful webinars can be. That's WebinarNinja.com for a 14-day risk-free trial. 
To wrap up today's lesson, most businesses, even a huge burger chain, doesn't cost too much to just validate, to get started, to learn, to earn some cash so you can put on top of the cash you have to grow. You just got to be willing to do the work and be patient. Unless you're one of the, you know, 0.001% of businesses that are like sending rockets into space, you don't need as much capital as you might think to start that business. Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show, but today's episode's not over. It's Free Ride Friday. Let's see who won this week's free ride. And the winner is Abed Rabaya. Abed says, best podcast ever, five stars. Amazing podcast, really good information. I really enjoy it. Thanks, Abed, for the great review. Your mission is to email me over at omar at 100mba.net so I can hook you up with the lifetime membership to Easy Course over at easycourse.co. Hey, if you want to win a free ride just like Abed did, just leave us an Apple Podcast rating and review and you enter our weekly random draw. Listen in on Friday just like today to see if you won. It's that easy. Thanks so much for listening to The $100 MBA Show. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Before I go, I want to leave you with this. A word of caution. I started many, many businesses in my years. I'm going on 20 years now of building businesses. And the reason why I recommend starting with a minimal viable version of your business and just starting with a little bit of seed capital, see what's going on to learn about it. You're going to learn a ton. You might learn that this business idea, it's not going to work or it's not viable or it doesn't make you enough money or you don't like it or the customers you deal with are people that you maybe don't want to interact with all the time. This is why it's important for you to see what is the absolute minimum I need to spend to do this, to start this business and live it. Because when the idea is just in your head and you're not actually doing it, it's not really real. You don't really know what this business is like. So don't be discouraged if you have to do this exercise a few times, three, four, five times before you hit the business. So you're like, you know what? This is the one I want to reinvest in beyond the MVP. Thanks so much for listening to The 100 MBA Show. I'll check you in Monday's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.